name is Frank Johnson. And I'm Abraham Lawrence. And you have found Our Morning Take. It is a podcast right now being broadcast on Podbean and iHeartRadio that tries to get a movie going in your head for these scriptures that we read and the things that we see uh, in, uh, in word form and when we try to put it in visual form. Yes, it's really exciting. Yeah, we've really had a good time this week. I am really enjoying the story of Abram. I mean, I've read it so many times growing up, but as we dissect it and, you know, we read and we expound upon it, it's very, very enlightening. I know I forget some days to tell you, uh, if you woke up this morning and you don't know what today is, it's Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) It's March the 16th. Wow. Uh, So we're already halfway through this month. And uh, like I said, we're going to have uh, the ladies. Uh, we're going to have the ladies over uh, the last part of the month. Uh, I heard that Mr. Nick is going to join us next week. He's, that would be good. I know he's going to come in. We next had week. a great time the last time Mr. Nick was here. We're going to talk about a dude named Ehud. That sounds like some kind of governmental social program or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to throw that out there for podcast listeners. Ehud. Sounds like a website, ehud.com. All I'm saying is, I bet you, I, I'll get, I almost believe that 90% or more have no idea what we're talking about. But he's in the Bible, Ehud. Cool I'll, guy. I'll give you a hint. He's left-handed and he's a Benjamin. <laughs> he is left. See, that's wonderful that you know this. I was talking to Nick about it the other day, but, and I told him, I said, boy, you're right up Abraham's alley right here. See, I knew you knew the story. But right now we're talking about Abram. Uh, we're going to finish this up this week. Uh, we're in chapter 15. And uh, this is a wonderful uh, – I hate that they're actual chapter numbers sometimes because these first two – this first verse of chapter 15 I think should go at the end of chapter 14. I agree. Uh, so he tells, uh, he tells that king of Sodom, I'm going to take nothing. Uh, I don't need anything. Just whatever the men have taken, give the men their share. And after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not fear, Abram. I am a shield to you. And I think God just proved that in that, uh, that melee that just broke out. You yes. Know, you know Abraham must have prayed before he did that, right? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. And God came through a hundred percent. As he does. And it's like I said previously. I mean, it might have been a couple of podcasts ago. If God is sending you, not if you're sending yourself or you feel like this is what God wants me to do. If he is specifically sending you somewhere, protection is included in the promise. Amen. Yeah, I really believe that. Oh, I definitely believe that. And that's that. what he said. You don't have anything to fear because I will be your shield. And I'll tell you, as a pastor of a startup church that has no denomination to fall back on, uh, I have to just have faith. In God, the same way that Abram did, that God will be my shield, God will be my protector, God will be my provider. So even though people actually come and they give their money, and I understand all that, it's all because God causes all this to happen. Amen. Your reward shall be very great. And I think that promise uh, extends to us, too. I think if we give our heart and soul to God, we have nothing to fear. We don't have to live in fear God will always protect us wherever he sends us. And if you will be faithful to do what it is that God wants you to do, your reward will be great. Heaven awaits you. Amen. Just a quick question. Um, 
you know, reading over verse two. Is Abraham discouraged about not having his own children? You know he is because, see, God has told him, I'm going to give you and your descendants all of this land. Now, how old is Abraham by this point? <laughs> he's up there. Yeah, he's, he, he is. But you got to realize. And Sarah yeah. is up there. Yeah. That's even more important. Yeah. You know, and we know, I'm sure the aging process was different back then, but he's still got to be, he's got to be up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this must have been what Abram was really, uh, you know, thinking about. And that's why God came to him in a, in a vision. You don't have to ever fear. I'm going to be your shield and your reward will be great. And I like the way Abram just very humbly says, well, what will you give me since I am childless? And the heir of my house is Eleazar of Damascus. And Abram said, since my house, or excuse me, since you have given no offspring to me, one born in my one born in my house is my heir. Then behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, this man will not be your heir, mm. but one who will come forth from your own body, he shall be your heir. And he took him outside. Look at the heavens, count the stars, if you're able to count them. And I don't know about you, but Brandy and I, we, we drove a truck together. And you get out in Montana. They, they call Montana, the nickname of Montana is Big Sky. Wow. And the reason it's called Big Sky is, first off, at, uh, it's like that in the daytime, but at night. Man, you can pull that truck over in a rest area and look up. There are no lights in Montana because there's, no, there's nothing out there. And with no lights, there are like a billion stars. Yeah. It is amazing to see that stuff. I want to tell you something that's amazing. I lived my whole life in New York, and um, there's so many things going on. And I know astronomy is a really big thing up there if you have like uh, telescopes and this, that, and the other. But as far as just looking up in the sky with the naked eye and just seeing stuff, it's a little difficult. But when I moved here and I lived in Charlotte, one of the first things I noticed is when I looked up how bright the stars were, mm. which was amazing to me. Yeah. It was very amazing. You didn't see that in New York? No. Too many lights. All. Yeah, it was, it was mind-blowing. I yeah. was like, wow. So I can imagine Abraham going out and looking at the sky and be like. In the desert. Yes. And it's just, you know, stars from horizon to horizon. And that's why he says if you're able to count them, because you can't. So shall your descendants be. Mm. That's what God says. And he believed in the Lord. Mm. And then God reckoned it to him as righteousness. See how this works? See, this still works the same way today. Still works the same way today. If you believe what God writes in this Bible, he will give you his righteousness because you believe. If you believe and you have faith and you trust... Yes, brother, but we have people today that trust in so many other things except God's word. And they're not going to go to the kingdom. And not trying to derail our conversation. No, I don't mind. But we have celebrities who will talk about at a later date who are saying that the Bible is outdated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they serve God, but not this God. Yeah. Yeah. And this God particularly, this Old Testament God. Yeah, yeah they don't like this guy at all. Anyway, uh, so he took him outside and told him all this, and and he believed the Lord. And verse 7 says, and he said to him, I am the Lord. Mm. I love how he uses the I am again. I am the Lord. In fact, we haven't even got to that yet because he tells Moses I am, but he's still using it even back in Genesis 15. 
But you know, Moses, he's writing these passages, and Moses is writing it saying, mm, boy, I remember when God told me his name was I Am that I Am. I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur. Imagine when Moses was thinking about this when he was writing that. I am the Lord who brought you out of Egypt. I love when they reference that. Like, in case you forgot, I am the Lord that brought you out and delivered you from Pharaoh. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, don't you ever think anything different. It wasn't a happenstance. It wasn't a coincidence. I'm the guy that did all this. Uh, I brought you out of Ur. I gave you this land to possess. And Abraham said, oh, Lord God, how may I know that I will possess it? Mm. Do you think he was doubting? I don't think he was doubting. I just think he was just asking a valid question. I really do, too. Yep. And, you know, and I think we can do that, too. I know I have done it in my ministry. Lord, how can I know that I'm doing your will? How do I know that th- this is really where you want me? Yes. And every single time it comes through, every single time God gives me something just so wonderful that comes along at hands and feet. Amen. Let's me know that I'm doing what I'm supposed Trust to Trust God, people. He's all we got. And we are his hands and feet. Remember, protection is always in the promise.